Music with a message on KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And for those of you who may not be regular listeners to a moment on the lighter side, Pastor John Lakowski, co-host of Wrestling with the Basics, provides us with a variety of interesting guests. For example, over the past months, we have talked to Luke and Titus and even Martin Luther. Uh, most often, Pastor Lakowski invites uh, St. Peter to speak a lot and it turns out that when Peter retired from apostleship he opened a fishing and shepherding supply store and that just happens to be located in Pastor Lakomsky's hometown of New Athens, Illinois and I I know it's pretty far-fetched premise, but we've learned with Pastor Lakowski, sometimes you just kind of smile and kind of nod your head. So my point is, in any given week, I have no idea who I'll be talking to, which is the case today. Let me see who Pastor Lakowski has lined up for us. Hello, hello, this is Gary Duncan with KFUO Radio. Yeah, hi, hi, Gary. So you, so you just nod your head and smile, do you? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, kind of like one of those bobbleheads, you know? <laughs> well, yes. He just bounces I, I there. I so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's Pastor Lakomsky himself, it sounds like. It's good to talk to you. Are you going to be our guest? No, but 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 I thought I should give you a little advance warning about the guests I do have. Okay, wait a minute. Let me bob my head and smile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I need advance warning? What kind of guests are we talking about here? Well, Gary, it's my brother. It's my brother. Uh oh, brothers are trouble. So uh, your brother, <laughs> yeah. that shouldn't be a problem, though, should it? Or is it? If, if your brother's anything like some of mine, it could be. But we'd love to speak <laughs> oh, to well. your brother. Well, yeah, you may say that now, but <laughs> maybe like your brother's. Yes. Wait, wait till you've talked to him. <laughs> but, you know, Gary, he's been wanting to be on the radio for a long time, and, and I kept putting him off. Uh, I told him that KFUO was a pretty classy radio station, that you only allowed highly trained radio people to be on air. Uh, but when he heard you were having ordinary people like Titus and Joseph, he said to me, they must be lowering their standards. Now maybe I can be on, too. <laughs> he does have a point about lowering our standards. After all, we let you on the air for uh, a long time now. Oh, that's a good point, Gary. Hey, hey, what, what do you mean by lowering? What? Well, forget it, John. Nothing, nothing. I don't mean anything. Just go and tell us more about your brother. What is his name, uh, for instance? Oh, well, P Professor Lakomsky. Professor Lakomsky. Hmm. Professor, huh? Well, we'd love to have a professor on the program. Maybe we'll raise the bar here. We do uh, have professors on all the time. What does he teach? Well, he, you know, he does, doesn't actually teach anything. I mean, that's just his first name, Professor. Professor Lukomsky, yeah. Wait, wait, wait a second. You don't mean your first name is Pastor? Yeah, our, our parents read some article about how your children's names can affect their future. So they named all of us accordingly. I mean, it actually worked out great for me. You yeah, see, I'm really yeah. pastor, and Pastor John Lakomsky. Yeah, your middle name's John. Oh, so much. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's my middle name, John. First name, Pastor John Lakomsky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't work out so much, though, for my brother, Professor Lakomsky, or my sister, Senator Lakomsky. If your brother isn't a professor, what does he do for a living? Well, I suppose he'd call himself an inventor, but but say, since I already promised him he, he could be on your show, why don't I just let him answer for himself? Um, hey, Professor, uh, Professor, hello, this is Professor Lakomsky. Is this radio announcer Terry Pumpkin? 
Uh, actually, I'm Gary Duncan. Oh, sorry about that. I, I always have trouble with names, but at least I got your first name right, radio announcer. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my first name, yes, Professor. Your brother tells me that you're an inventor. What? What? That, that, he called me an inventor? Is that the best he can say about me? What? Why, would you call Alexander Graham Bell an inventor? Would you call Thomas Edison an inventor? Uh, yes, I would. Oh, oh, well, then, then I guess I am an inventor. <laughs> Although, not just any ordinary inventor, I am a biblical inventor. In fact, uh, Mr. Pumpkin, I am the founder of the Biblical Understanding Research Project. Right now, in fact, I'm coming to you live from our super-secret research headquarters located in the cubbyhole in the basement of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois. Huh, I've been down in that basement. I've never seen a cubbyhole, and what exactly... But it's because it's secret. We have it oh, all covered up. It is. Uh, what I, do you think? It's secret. That's right. You did say secret, didn't you? What yeah. does a biblical inventor invent? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked, because we here at the BURP have just released our annual Christmas gift-giving catalog. Professor, you do realize that Christmas is uh, still very far off. Oh, yes, I know what you're going to say. Christmas is not all about getting gifts, but it's about the birth of our Savior. And while that is true, you probably will still be giving gifts, won't you? So why not give the best biblical gifts, courtesy of the Biblical Understanding Research Project? All right, Professor, so what kind of biblical gifts are you offering? Well, let's start with our flagship product of the BURP, the mighty IBM computer, the incredible, big, beautiful, brainy, brawny Bible machine. Imagine this, Mr. Pumpkin, in just tens of minutes, looking up any Bible passage with just the touch of a button. Huh, I guess we'll all have to come to grips with the fact that computers are changing everything, even Bible study. Someday, I guess, every home will have an IBBBBM right next to the regular Bible. I suppose you've used the latest Intel Core i9 Extreme Edition or the AMD Ryzen Thread Ripper, complete with the TMP module. Uh, no. No? I understand these new chips are especially good with Windows 11. I I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Actually, we used Univac technology. Univac? Yes, and, and as far as having an IBBBM in, in every home, I, I'm not sure. You, you see, as the name says, the computer is incredibly big. It takes up a whole living room, and not even a living room like you and I uh, might have, but like, like a living room Donald Trump might own. And then, of course, there is the heat. The heat, yeah. The heat. Well, you know, naturally, a computer that size tends to run a little hot. In fact, you can fry an egg on the side of it. <laughs> Them babies put out the heat. <laughs> Ooh, that kind of sounds like a major defect. Oh, 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 we don't think of it as a defect. We we call it a product enhancement. Just think you can cook breakfast as you do your Bible study. And not only that, look at the nifty tan I got just from working with the IBBM every day. <laughs> I don't know, Professor. Regardless of the tanning factor, I don't think any of our listeners would be in the market for a room-sized computer. Well, you don't know. There, there might be some farmer listening with a large barn. Uh, of course, you wouldn't want to store any combustible materials in there like hay or straw. And then again, if it's a wooden barn, 
I don't know if that would be too safe. Oh, oh, but a nice metal pole barn would be perfect. Of course, you wouldn't want to store any equipment in there. Might melt the tires, huh? <laughs> Professor, maybe you better go on with the other gift suggestions. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> never let it be said that we don't learn from our mistakes here at the research product. The IBBBM may be a little big for most people, but our next product is a miracle of modern micro-miniaturization. We call it the Pinhead Bible. The Pinhead's Bible? No, no, not the Pinhead's Bible. That's Pinhead Bible. So-called because we have taken the entire contents of the Old and New Testament and the Apocrypha and put it on the head of a pin. Oh, Professor, that's really amazing. Well, actually, it does have one slight problem. <laughs> yeah, and what's that? Well, it's, it's really hard to read. Oh, not that it's impossible. If any of your listeners have an electron microscope lying around the house, they should be able to read it without any trouble, or at least be able to make out some of the letters if they squint their eyes real tight. Then again, there is the problem of turning those teeny tiny pages. Uh, Professor, I think we better go on to your next item. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, well, then, of course, we do have the Scratch and Sniff Bible. Our slogan is, don't just read the Bible, smell the Bible. <laughs> kids would get a big kick out of that. Well, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure giving it to the kids would be a good idea. In retrospect, we maybe made a few bad editorial decisions about the placement of the scratch and sniff leaves. Um, hey, you know, I, I hear that sheep smell pretty bad, so I don't know if scratch and well, sniff Bible. Know, I, so what did you mean uh, by uh, uh, the placement of the scratch and sniff leaves? Well, see, I mean, you've you got the point there. I'm not sure people are interested in what Noah's Ark smelled like after 40 days on the water, nor the scent of the prodigal son after feeding the pigs. <laughs> and I'm sure that we were mistaken in including the scratch-and-sniff Sodom and Gomorrah. What? <laughs> Have you ever smelled burning sulfur? I don't think this is the kind of Bible that you'd let your kids uh, loose with. <laughs> Well, Professor, I, I hate to say it, but it seems like all your Christmas gifts have some major defects. Oh, not defects, Gary. No, no, no. Product enhancements. Say that with me now. Products product enhancements. enhancements. Yeah. But I figured you'd say that, so I have one more product. Just so you know, we don't rest on our laurels here. Oh, not that you'd want to. Them laurels is prickly. Uh, no, no, we have a brand new product in our catalog. And what product is that, Professor? Well, well, you've probably noted how the Christmas display business has been taken over by the giant inflatable doodads. <laughs> oh, you mean like the uh, large inflatable Santa Clauses that have their own little fans in them, uh, so you never have to worry about them ever running out of air? I've even seen a nativity scene constructed that same way. Now that's exactly what I'm talking about. Now you can add to that holiday display a giant, inflatable, fan-driven Bible. Lovingly developed by your friends at the BURP. Why would anyone want a giant, inflatable Bible? Well, why wouldn't anyone not want such a Bible? It's a year-round marvel. After the holiday season, you can put it in your house as an ongoing testimony to the fact you are a church member. Okay, I, I, I suppose here that I may be asking too much, but can you read this Bible? Well, let me ask you. Does the giant, inflatable snowman actually throw snowballs? No. Does the giant inflatable reindeer actually pull a sleigh? No. So do you think you can actually read the giant inflatable Bible? No. 
We thought about making it readable, but then we realized most people don't read their Bibles anyway. Although with a fan attachment, you never have to worry about dust settling on your Bible anymore. You know, Professor, it might be helpful if you had a Bible product that we could actually use to read the Bible. Well, I mean, there is one other item in our Christmas catalog. Uh, the Biblical Understanding Research Project is known for its cutting-edge vision into the future. But we can all take a lesson from the past. We do offer what we call the uh, Retro Bible. It's a Bible just like your grandmother used to use. Why, in fact, uh, Terry, uh, we Ubered you a copy this morning. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, yes, it's right here in front of me. So my producer put it right here. Well, now, now, now carefully look it over. Isn't it exactly like those old-fashioned Bibles that your grandmother used to use? Well, I hate to tell you this. Well, actually, it's not. It looks exactly like my Bible that I used to use until someone stole it from me about six months ago. I, I, I don't think the operative word here is stole, Gary. Uh, better the word borrowed, uh, loaned for research into the betterment of tomorrow. I mean, after all, how can we here at the BURP plan the Bible of the future until we've uh, ca carefully studied the past? But, Professor, this is nothing more than a Concordia self-study Bible with a sticker that says Retro Bible. Another fabulous product from the Biblical Understanding Research Project, I guess. And it is a wonderful sticker, isn't it? You, you, you wouldn't believe the hours we put into it, choosing just the right font, picking the right color scheme, and, of course, selecting just the right adhesive. And it is everything you want in a Bible, isn't it? I mean, it's got the entire Old Testament and New Testament. Why, why we even included the book of James, despite my brother's protest. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, Professor. You're... You're right, it is the whole Bible, and that is all anyone really needs, the law of God to direct our lives and show us our sins and the wonderful story of God's plan to forgive those sins through Jesus Christ. I have to admit, you finally have a product that would make perfect Christmas gift, but the only problem is Christmas is still months away. Oh, you know, that would explain all the fireworks and the swimsuits I've been seeing. <laughs> Well, you don't want to wait until the last minute to do your shopping. I mean, these babies will be going fast. Right. I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't get a giant inflatable Bible for my grandchildren. And thanks again for your time, Professor, and good luck on your work there at BURP. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio.